Hello, everyone. Uh, wipe, wipe your feet off. Uh, grab a drink. Come, uh, come chill by the fire. And welcome to the to the Boot and Hearth podcast. Um, cover, covering match week uh, sixteen. Uh, going through it, and I'm joined by my always special guest, uh, Ted Shear. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me back on, man. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Oh my God! We had one of our we had one of our friends who's like, great. I I think he uh, I think he was hyping hyping up my podcast and and Ted was Ted was in the Ted was in the chat too and uh, Some took really well to that one. Uh, yeah, shout out sheeps. Um, and then we are joined again by the the hot take connoisseur himself, uh, Mr. Pete Sheriff. How are you? Yeah. I'm doing well. Happy to be back. Ready, ready for some more hot takes. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, back. yeah. You're uh, one of one of your old ones is aging just super well right now. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to to covering that one and 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 getting into some more as we go through. Uh, so quick premise for for those new to the pod. Um, what we're what we're going through here is is we're going to talk through uh, match week 16 uh, of the Premier League season. Uh, some of the headlines that popped up uh, throughout the week, and and just have a great time while we're doing it. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of good headlines so without, out there. What? I said just a lot of good headlines this week, I feel like. Oh, uh, uh, we we have some certified bangers in here. Very excited. Uh, but before we get rolling, I'd like to, like to make a toast to uh, uh, the U.S. actually being in the World Cup um, yeah. and for most of our players making it through the first half of the season. Cheers. Cheers. It's coming home. Uh, yeah, you would think I would get better at these toasts as we keep doing them. I just get worse. And it's just, <laughs> it's going to keep going downhill, and it's just going to turn into electric at one point, uh, just on paper. Nice. Nice. Um, but uh, real quick, run through the, the pick and results, and then, and then we can talk through them at the end. Uh, we start off with Man City 1. To Brentford, uh, we all got that one wrong. Thanks, Ivan Tony. Yeah, <laughs> um, Liverpool two zero Southampton. We all got that one right. Um, Bournemouth three nil Everton. Um, Ted wow. Ted was on the money for that one. Cherries, um, West Ham zero two Leicester. I I said if Matt Madison made the made the national team, he was uh, they were gonna win. He came off after 30 minutes in this game, so I don't know how much impact he actually had, but they won. Um, Tottenham 4, Leeds 3. What a game. Um, uh, Absolute bullshit of a game. We'll get into it in a sec. But uh, Wolves nil to Arsenal. We all got that one right. Um, Brighton 1 to Aston Villa. Ted and Alex got that one right. Fulham won yeah, thanks, two thanks, Man United. All of us got that one wrong. And then who could forget? Uh, meaning we all forgot last week. Um, Newcastle won nil Chelsea. Um, I'd say this one is a wash for everyone. And I think I I, I, th- I think Pete's probably upset that that we didn't pick or, or he didn't get to pick that week. But I had a oh, would you have, would you have picked would you have picked Newcastle? I, mean, I think it's I think it's pretty hard to pick against them right now, the form they're in. So so especially in front of the home fans, the struggling Chelsea. I I think I would have been able to uh, to stick with my guns on that one. 
I agree. Honestly, I went with the draw. I did write it down. I did have a pick for that game. Um, but but no, I I agree. I I thought Newcastle were going to give him a game regardless. So so because you put it down as a draw and you just uh, said that on air, does that mean I can put that down for a loss for you? Uh, I think no, you can't. If we're calling it a wash, no. But but no, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, you can't. You cannot. You cannot yeah. just retrospectively. Of course, of course, of course, that one's getting cut. Yeah. Uh, no, but. Uh, before we get through uh, the rest of the the scores, um, we had uh, I am I'm still in the lead, although much less comfortably now. Um, Eighteen to ten, Ted is at sixteen and twelve. Made a made a real good run this uh, this week, and um, Alex uh, with the with the best score of a guess so far at a solid five hundred. Um, guess is now at a ten to eighteen. Um, Salvageable. So. Yeah, hoping, ho- hoping to uh, hoping to continue this dominance into the second half of the season, and, and maybe the guests will make a, a second half surge uh, to avoid relegation. But we'll see. Um, yeah, that Newcastle game, like the the one, they look so structured and they look so good in defense specifically. Like the the they they just press well, press incredibly. That head dribble assist. From Miggy was just insane. You wondered when he was going to make an impact on the game, but yeah, I mean Almiron, Almiron is is having himself a season. That is that is an understatement, if anything. Um, I mean, Pete, you've got to be thrilled. Uh, I mean, he can't do anything wrong right now. I mean, he's he's the golden boy. Uh, he just, yeah, I can't say I can't say more than than what's already been set out there yeah i i will say that i'm i it's a shame that we're not going to be able to see him in the world cup um but i'm happy paraguay is not in my group with how miggy <laughs> Alvaron is playing right now uh, yeah. dude that tottenham leads game that second that first tottenham goal was not a goal. I don't know what you're talking any, about, man. I don't know what you mean. Definition of the rule. Look, look. If you really want to discuss this, Richarlison was. They were both just going for the ball, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> That's fine that they were going for the ball. Most people who slide tackle and then get yellow cards or like they're going for the ball too. Not all those fouls are cynical. They're still a fucking foul. If anything, Longley committed a foul, but only because Richarlison pushed him into the keeper. All right. That's, you know, it's just a series what of unfortunate kind of, events, man. Let that? the boys play. <laughs> oh my God. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> no, no, it was definitely, game. it shouldn't have been a goal. It should have been wiped off the board, but. Yeah, this game should have been three nothing leads for sure. Three nothing? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I don't know. No, I. Good, dude. Leeds cannot have a calm game. I want to. I want to see that they ever since they beat Chelsea, they beat Chelsea three nothing, and that was the most like, like structured win that they've had in that game. Was still chaos. I mean, people are saying it's the return of Bielsa Ball. You know, it's just literally the same leads, just new manager, more Americans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm less, uh, less man marking. I don't know. Yeah, true. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I think uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. 
Definitely was I scared. Thought it was great. I, I thought I thought that was a good game. I, I I feel bad for Leeds, but I think I I think um, with with the winter, they get three months to really flesh out some tactical ideas. I think they need to flesh out how they are on attack. Tottenham, they're just a whole fucking mess. So who knows what will happen? Kulisevsky's back, man. Relegated. We're we're top we're top uh, three now with Kulisevsky again. He's back. <laughs> Uh, I think <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm there's, telling I think you. there's a new player in no, there. No, 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 no. <laughs> calm down, calm down. Dude, I don't know. I think Newcastle. My, the fact that Newcastle are in third right now, I, I like. I would not be surprised if there's some significant January investment as well. That's a scary thought for sure. That is. No, we've been looking. We've been looking at bringing in some some world class players in January, which is crazy to think that we we just got Nick Pope, Alexander Isaac. Isaac hasn't even played. Uh, yeah. well, I mean, he's played uh, one or two games, I think, coming off the bench. But uh, he but yeah, played we're gonna get him back he after played, the World Cup. Yeah, he played against Liverpool, and he looked he he the That's composure right. that he showed was frightening. So, um, yeah, not looking forward to having him back. Um, uh, I think I think the only other Notable real one. thing of of note from this game, Man United got absolutely bailed out by Garnacho. Yeah. He's he's popping off. Um, only bright, really only bright spot at that club right now, arguably. <laughs> yeah, I, I I disagree. I think they have a, a certain Portuguese player who is, is just doesn't you know, bring any the team with his leadership <laughs> and uh, quality. Yeah. Um, we'll do that later, though. Um, uh, the Bournemouth Everton. I think that's the only last thing I want to talk, touch on with these. The Bournemouth three nil Everton. Not Ted. You got this one right, but I don't think you expected it to be three nothing. Uh no, I no, I had no idea it was going to be three nothing. I will say, I I always doubt Everton, and you know, certain fans, certain fans that are friends of mine are gonna gonna you know, crucify me for that one, but Everton is always a safe bet to to drop points in my opinion. Uh, and I think I like they one, they looked horrible in this game. They looked absolutely fucking terrible. I I, I watched the highlights, I did not watch the game. Um but they did not look good at all. And they started out well this season, but I don't know. I don't think anyone like with how Bournemouth is playing, with how Fulham's playing, I would say no one is safe in this relegation battle right now. I mean, like the bottom half of the teams are like nine points apart. Like, like, or the, the, the bot, like from 10th, I, I don't know what the spread is, but I think it's somewhere from like 10th to 20th. It's like nine points. So, um, that's a gap. <laughs> and, and it's, it's anyone's ball game at the second half of the season. So, um, Everton should be very frightened. Well, since we're ending on, yeah. on Bournemouth in terms of the pick do we want to just jump straight into, uh, you know, the rumors around their manager, their next manager? Uh, yeah, we can, ju- we can jump into that one. Yeah. Um, the, the bizarre rumor that, that Marcelo Bielsa is being considered for the head coach of, uh, Head coach of Bournemouth. I like it. First off, <laughs> as well. I want I like him back. Well. Bring him back. <laughs> I mean, I like it, but like the that's just such a weird combo. I mean, is that not like like Marcelo Bielsa has coached Newell Old Boys, which is one of the most reputable clubs in Argentina. He was a coach for Athletic Club, one of the most 
reputable and well-established clubs in, in Spanish football. Coach Leeds. I mean, the dude picks re- – and then there's just Bournemouth. Like, it's just so weird. I don't like – Maybe he just I, wants back in the Premier League and he's ready for any kind of shot he's going to get, you know? I don't know. That's, that's kind yeah, of the vibe I got it, from him. Yeah, he's got to make it big before he's past his prime. Sure, sure. Yeah. No idea. The, no idea. The 70 year old. I'm just excited we get to see that. him back on the touchline, you know? <laughs> <laughs> In his squat. Dude, I want. I, I, there, were, there, were, there were shirts that you could buy. I wonder if Bournemouth will make. If, if he does get the coach, can you buy his stool? in the store for merch <laughs> like can i be can i be at my kids you you seven game coaching oh, and just be crouched <laughs> can i have my translator next to me i'm, I'm just gonna <laughs> i would love to see that i would buy a bielsa stool <laughs> what they need to do is convert a part of the stance into to uh kneeling only or squatting only Build uh, it just, in. Just for Bielsa. <laughs> Build it into the dugout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if if Bournemouth have a lot of diehard fans. I'm. I'm sure they're very nice people, but um, maybe maybe they take away the yeah they take away like the cop end or something, and just turn it into stools. That's yeah, it. I would love to see that. Oh, yeah. oh. All right. I I wasn't sold on Bielsa to Bournemouth, but um, now I might be. <laughs> I mean, now do you I think it be. like like in a more analytical sense, does it work? Like, do you think it works? I I Philip Billing is insane. He's in so the good. middle of the park. He's a, he's a really really good player. Uh, but the this this is a team that did not receive a. T- I I think it's a weird one. I think it's a really weird one if. If he gets brought in midseason, also someone who his tactics are so reliant on high energy, high press it, like like outrunning the outrunning your team, the opposing team by a mile, and not getting a preseason or anything like that is just I don't know if it'll work. So, um, but if he comes in, that's Unai Emery, Europa League winner, Julian Lopetegui who I'm pretty sure has won Europa League. He, I don't know if he's won Champions League. He's definitely won Europa League, though. Um, and he was a coach of England, or Spain for a little bit, too. Um, I think he might have coached Barcelona as well. Um, but now, like, he's coaching Wolves. Yeah, a lot like, of new managers. A lot of new managers. But, like, it's not even managers. Like, yeah. Yeah, it, it, exactly. It, it's not, they're not run-of-the-mill. Nathan Jones. Uh, the Luton manager. That that one's a bit of an odd one, but that one's more normal, I guess. Instead P- of these Europa League winners coming to relegation threatened teams. P, I mean, what, do you, what do you got on it? You think it works? Bournemouth, Bielsa. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I mean, it works at Leeds. Um, I think. I mean, if he just replicates the system he had. You know, Bournemouth have been playing different football this year than, than what I'm used to. They've been playing a little more up-tempo. they got a little more skill on the field than, than I'm used to. I could see it working at the same time. I mean, it, it is Bournemouth. It is a small club still. So so he's gonna it's, it's going to be a harder challenge than he had at Leeds, that's for sure. Yeah, um, for sure. So it, it really depends. You know, he's got... You know, say they uh, they confirm it tomorrow. He's got a whole month to prepare 
uh, that team. Yeah. And I don't know uh, if any Bournemouth players are playing in the World Cup. Uh, I highly doubt it, though. So Keeper keep keep more with Wales. Keeper more. Okay, that's right. Here's what I yeah, think. Yeah, Kiefer Moore is uh, in hell of a form right now. I mean, he's playing out of his socks. Um, yeah. He, he, can't, he, he can't miss the goal. So, you know, if he keeps his form up, I, I can see it working. But, but, uh, but yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I think I, – I like – like I said, I wanted to preface all of this with I think it's I – like I like the appointment if it does happen. I will say I don't think it will work because – Bielsa had success largely, and I, I'm, I'm probably going to make some enemies here, but largely I, I think he had that time with his team. You know, he brought them up from the championship. He had time to instill this kind of, this is how we're going to play. This is the kind of shape you need to be in. Yeah. And we're going to get you there. And it, it goes off your point, Grayson. It, it, it really does. It, if, if he had time prior to just, you know, coming in like this mid-season, even with the month break, mm-hmm. like the, the the level of fitness you need to play the kind of ball that he plays, assuming he doesn't change his style at all, I just don't think it works. It doesn't work without a preseason. I don't even think it works. Like, I think you need maybe a season and a half to get in the kind of form you need to be in to play that kind of ball. And you, don't, you don't think that the Bournemouth players are going to buy into his system? I mean, he's I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying he, they're not going to buy in. I'm saying it takes time to reach that level of fitness and and to understand I, the I, system. I, I think I, I think you're spot on. That like mentally they might buy in, but but to reach the physical and he is uncompromising. We saw at the end of his time with he just refused to change. That, he absolutely refused to change the setup and and he was they were getting blown out in yeah. games and it didn't matter he wasn't changing how he was playing so like if he gets and, like say like a 3 year deal i could see maybe it working but like if he gets something like you know one or two years and it's not set in stone and they you know they you know give him like a season to prove it i i don't see it working at all he needs even time. 3 years he needs I mean, time. three years. You have to. You have to be ex- expect that he's going to have to do it in a championship too. But true. Um, so you think if if Bournemouth go down this year, if with Bielsa in, in charge, you think they keep him? You think they're back? I think up he's next the. Year? I think he's the guy you want if you go down yeah. this year. Honestly, he's done it before. It's proven. You know, he's got the resume. I like. I I think he's the guy you new, want. New owner too, and Bill Foley is yep, not right. afraid to splash the cash. What he did with the Gold Knights, so I mean, I I'm getting sold on the idea of Bournemouth at Bielsa. But when you first read that, it's just like it. That's a bit. It's a bit random. It is. It's a bit odd. It's a bit odd. Admittedly, uh, it is odd. But we'll see what we'll see what comes from that. Um. Uh. Uh. So one of the other teams that uh, got a new manager, um, Aston Villa, has also got a new badge, <laughs> and. It was voted on by the fans, and I don't know if the fans, you know, for the for, for the stream, any other team for the yeah, stream. I'm yeah. gonna throw up the badge. I'm just gonna throw it up there, guys. This is this is what it looks like. Yeah, and if, if you're if you're doing this from home, um, it is a it is a badge that is, is eerily similar to a certain a certain West London team who plays in blue. Can't put my um, finger it's on a it. Lion in the middle. <laughs> It's it's a line in the middle with Aston Villa at the top and 1874 below, all surrounded in a circle. I mean, it's just it's picturesque with the Chelsea logo, is it not? 
Carbon copy. No, I think, I think the only thing original on this is the, is the 1874. That's it. <laughs> oh, that's, all can come on. that's the only distinguishing thing about this. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I I do like it. Like, I... I the, the best thing about Aston Villa is the color combination. I mean, the... I, I just think it works, to be honest. I know it's uh, it's a little similar to a uh, certain specific Ooh. club. <laughs> but, you know, I, I fuck with it. I'm not going to lie. I, I dig it. I I will I will give Aston Villa a bit more credit. I was way too harsh on them in the beginning. The 1874 is different, but the line is also facing a different way. Yeah, they flipped. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lions' heads are facing the same way, but for some reason, the Chelsea Lions' body is facing. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I kind of yeah. thought Aston Villa was a clown show, a circus beforehand. I can't look at their their emblem now without laughing. Like it literally just it it is insane. Like how did this happen? Who thought this was I a like good idea? Their, I like their current crest. I mean, like I think the <laughs> current crest looks good. Like I, I think you're spot on. The colors are really good, um, Pete. But I think those colors work regardless. Like, like I'm not saying the color scheme is wrong, but what is wrong with the current badge? Why do we need? To- <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I it's, but it's a it's a larger larger topic. They've they've removed a lot. And you you could say it, you could say shrinkflation has been affecting these badges for quite some time. Um, I provided some some links here, and and we look at Juventus's has changed fairly recently. Arsenal's, I, I'm looking at this picture of this Arsenal badge. I mean, this Arsenal badge changed in 2002. It looks like it's, like, <laughs> Christmas themed. It I mean, really it does. So it, really does. does. It, belongs, it belongs on a sweater somewhere. Yes, yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> could not have said it better myself. Um, I, I, the, I mean, the Man City one I'd seen before, but, like, I think that one's pretty radical as well. No, the Man City one is super radical. Yeah. yeah. I... I honestly can't tell which of the Man Cities I like better. I like the nostalgia of the MCFC one, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Which which ones which one's better for this one? Uh, I like I like the original. I will say. I mean, no, I think I like the original better. Maybe that's just me being biased because I hate Man City now. But you know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think the newer one is uh is a little sexier. I, I like the boat front and center. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, a little more I don't know, it's just it's, there's something about a circle. You know, that it's yeah. just, it's just nice to look at. The Verona one, I absolutely it looked, it looked love the original. Much, it looked a little bit too much like the Newcastle. The, ah, the original they were, with ah, the Eagles. Yeah, they they were trying to trying to copy you guys. Yeah, uh, I see. I see. <laughs> Little bit, little bit cringe, Man City. A little bit cringe. Yeah, it's a good thing they changed. Can we talk about the Verona uh, one though? This one is awful. <laughs> An absolute I, downgrade. The <laughs> new one is good. No, the no, one. you're wrong. I'm sorry, we disagree no, no, here. No no, 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 bro. This is garbage. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm gonna turn on this one. Yeah. I'm gonna turn on this one. Yeah. No way. This dude. is so uh, bad. It, I could have made this old- in Microsoft Paint. What are we talking about? The old one looks like uh, it looks like someone had their Foot Locker laundry like like 
in like in with their colored clothes and it just changed like it's too washed out now no it's disgusting the new one is fine no the new one is fine most of these i'm not on board with but the Alice morona one i i think is fine no. guys do you guys ever watch that show cat dog yes yes, yes 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 yes, yes. <laughs> that's what it is i can't that's i can't exactly not see it, it i'm is. sorry and it's just all right i'm looking away from this before <laughs> i will oh, say God. i will say the bristol city the bristol city is the one of the bigger changes on this uh, on this tweet? True. It, it simplifies it in a in a good way. I really like the Brist the new Bristol City. I, Even though I haven't seen I, it before, because I I don't know where they are in the league, but they are they are in the championship, about to go to League One. Uh, they're what we call they're, irrelevant. They're not good. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, that that. The old Bristol City one is fucking ugly. I'm I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna beat around the bush on that. But I do like I do like Crest. You know, I do like like I like Newcastle's logo. If Newcastle tried to simplify this, and I provided another link here, which is the someone posted about this on the Liverpool subreddit. And they went through all of theirs, and in 1999 we had a beautiful Crest. Uh, that went along with it. Um, and we had that up until 2017 where we went to the simplified li- Liverbird. I like the Liverbird. I think the Liverbird works. I think it, it's reminiscent of our most successful time in the 70s and 80s. But I love that crest, man. Like with the green and the red and the, the Anfield gate at the top now. I think there's something about a crest. I think we're doing too much to simplify these things. And how are you going to talk about you going to talk about green and red to crest and then shit on the old Arsenal logo right now? Like seriously, Dude, I love the old Arsenal logo. <laughs> I, I I wish I had a Christmas sweater of it, man. <laughs> it it would win any ugly Christmas sweater contest. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! It is what, snowing why is in your old crest, right? It is. It is snow. I don't know what red that is. It might be snow. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. I genuinely, yeah, I need to know the story of what's going on with this Anfield or the the Arsenal crest because one, they have a crest within the crest. Yeah, you know, they, they have like a coat of arms in there, and then they've got this weird green line, and it just got a bunch of mouse pointers like all spread out like through it, like it was designed by some six year old on MS Paint. I, I, I have no idea what's going on. They almost look like paw prints. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, who, I don't who know. can, no idea what's going on. <laughs> but do we want to kind of dig into a little bit more? Like, I know you were, you were talking to me a little bit outside the pod about, um, you know, just kind of like why this is happening and what's going on here and, and, you know, kind of how, how a lot of clubs are doing this, right? Yeah. I mean, I, th- like, I think, I, I think it makes, it's just going with the trends. I think, I think people are going for a bit more simplistic things. Like, like there's not. I think the 90s and the 80s saw some really insane jerseys being thrown out there. I would say jerseys are a lot more – I would say on average jerseys are a lot more muted now. There's a lot less contrasting colors. Like even a Tottenham's away kit last year, Tottenham's third kit, whichever one it was, um, they, it was like the purple like tie-dyed or, or I don't know. Oh, and we still we still have well yeah no we don't we don't yeah we don't have it we don't have it this season I know what the one you're talking about we we definitely took a step backwards in that regard this season but but like there there was that but even still that one was kind of on the general color scheme there's I, I don't know I think I think everyone's everything's gone a bit bit muted and I I, I want to see some more fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, I will say, like, on I think on average the, the jerseys have gotten a little more uh a little more basic, a little more back to back to basics. The one thing that I can never I, I love the collars. I'm Any jersey with a collar too. on it is is fantastic. I'm glad so, we're all in agreement on that. Yeah, yeah. Like I this is the only props I will ever give Arsenal or Man United, but their collars on their jerseys this year are fucking incredible. They're so good looking. I, I, if it was any other team besides those, I'd, 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 I'd probably have one in my closet right now. But good luck getting one of those in there. So uh, I got one more thing to say. Going back to the the whole the whole simplification yeah. of these these crests and and you know badges and whatnot. I think largely it is due. I mean, you all you have to do and and and. I think one of the one of the articles you threw in here talked about how like you know corporations do this a lot too. I think it's 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 very indicative of where you know how clubs are being run these days. And I you know I'm not I'm not gonna say that Bristol is being run like a corporation. Okay, I'm not because I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think it really applies to necessarily the smaller clubs. But like Juventus, Juventus for sure. Arsenal, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Man City, definitely. West Ham, nah, well, who knows? But like you know, um, but but who cares about West Ham? I mean, I mean yeah. <laughs> but like, but like you know, think about it. Think about it. think about advertising, right? Right. It's 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 memorable. Yeah. It's short. It sticks in your mind. You know, they want these these badges, these emblems, these images to be as memorable as possible but also be as simple as possible so that they just stick and they're easy to just kind of keep in your head, you know, and they're recognizable. It's like McDonald's, the golden arch, you know, everybody knows what that is. It's simple. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. But like, in fact, like, I think it just goes to show, you know, how much these clubs are being run like, like businesses at this point, you know? So I think that's just the same model they're following in that regard. I mean, I know about the arches, the arch in St. Louis. Oh, right. I, yeah, the silver arch, the big one. Golden yeah. arches, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Not ringing any bells. Oh, weird. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I only know Burger Queen. That's my favorite. Burger Queen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think you're right. I, I think, honestly, we'll, we'll reach a point where all of these uh, teams are simplifying their badges to where they want things that'll stand out and they want things that'll be memorable. And, like, crests have gotten so busy that that you start to simplify them in order to make them more memorable but if everyone has this simple fucking like ai generated crest the rockin like and man City's looks good but i wouldn't say it has any character no you lose a lot of the Uh, meaning that the old one had you know yeah, uh, well, unless you like, hard, like if Man City's was something that was used previously, like with Liverpool, Liverpool's is, is simplified, but it was something that was used in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. So it, it harkens back to something that was used previously. I'll give them that. But I think um, maybe we'll see 10, 20 years down the road, um, teams go back to maybe some more busy, busy crests uh, to have them stick out. But like, who the frick knows? Like Arsenal uh, doesn't even have a crest anymore. Arsenal doesn't even have the crest anymore. They said, no, fuck no, it. Get no. rid of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pete, what do you think? You're muted. You're I, don't, muted. I, don't really okay. know what to, I don't really know what to make of it because I, at the end of the day, I don't think it makes a difference. You know, you're talking about it's indicative of how it's run as a corporation, which I think is 
True, but if I'm a soccer, casual soccer fan, I'm trying to choose a team and, uh, you know, I'm not, my first instinct is not to look at the crest. It's, I mean, if anything, it's about the colors more than the crest. So the thing I find most interesting about this is that (laughs) they're getting rid of all the Latin on the crests, you know? And then, I mean, a lot of oversimplification, no, no Latin slogans, like they're losing all of the the history behind the club. I mean, to me, it's, it's not, I I don't understand it. I, I, I I understand what you're saying about the corporation. I just, I just don't see it. Complaining about the Latin being taken out, spoken like a true law student, honestly. (laughs) I was going to say, I was going to say spoken like a true fan of a club run by a Saudi Arabian nation state. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we replace all of the Latin with Arabic? Yeah. Have you seen the noon, the new noon sponsor on? Uh, there's Arabic all the way around St. James's now. It's uh, oh my you know, god! It's something new. It's something new. This is really just a push to get uh, England the the World Cup following Qatar. You know, it, it's it's uh, it's a it's a full full circle aspect of it. Um. Okay, so. Uh, moving on to our next agenda topic, um, um, Cristiano Ronaldo. I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, he's he's a little bit little bit famous, um, but he thought he'd try something out. He th- he thought he'd try something out uh, this upcoming week. Uh, he uh, he read online about about something called a persecution fetish, um, and and it's like, oh man, I want to try that out, and so. Uh, Completely, uh, completely disregarding all of the noise that he made in the summer and, and everything, everything around trying to force his way out of Man United. He holds this interview with Piers Morgan on from the English comment from the English pundits that I was listening to earlier in the week. This is like really like this is a deep cut TV channel. This was not like on like NBC or, or their equivalent. This was like on, I don't know, FXX. Or something like that. Um, um, but he goes on there and, and says he feels betrayed, and he he doesn't respect Ten Hag, and and didn't know who Ralph Rangnick was, and this was just so fucking bizarre from one of the from one of the world's one of the top athletes to ever play the game, one of the top footballers to ever play. To release an interview like this after what he pulled in the summer and not coming on as a sub in the game, this is just this is nuts. I mean, you guys, are, were you guys able to unpack this? Because I, I, I was, I was not. Not, not yet. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at something now. I don't know. I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, it says that Ronaldo said that uh, he was close to joining Man City. I saw that today. I saw that today. Yeah. I thought that was nuts. Uh, that, that to me is even more puzzling than than his statements about Ralph or about Ten Hag. I mean, first, what, what's he trying to – is he trying to blow up the organization or – yeah, I, I couldn't see Ronaldo going to Man City. So – what I, because I remember this coming out before he signed for Man United. Because I have a, I have a friend who's a who's a decent Man U fan, um, and when I saw the reports that he was going to Man City, he was like, Man United will step in and do something about this. Yeah. And if we know anything about Man United's transfer policy over the last 
five, six years, it's that they are horrible negotiators and they will get strong armed into absolutely whatever. And so I'm, I'm actually, he can say that right now, but based off the interest that's been shown recently for, or the lack of interest shown in Cristiano Ronaldo recently, how Man City plays, the fact that they were almost definitely always going to get Holland. Was there really Man City interest, or was he just trying to say, was he just trying to get the move to Man United because he needed to get out of Juventus? I, I think there probably was interest. I will say that even if he had gone to Man City, he, he's probably riding the bench. Because Holland's gonna absolutely, you know, like is he gonna? Yeah. <laughs> is like, he gonna start? No, I don't think he does. I don't think he does. No, no chance. And he's gonna be mad every time he does it. On top of that, so like I, I read that and I was like, okay, well, well, now you're literally just you know trying to create chaos. And then also this this Instagram post that you put in the agenda absolutely is just salt in the wound like what the oh my god hell if you haven't seen this he posted on um read out the caption for us yeah, yeah I'll, I'll this, re- was, I'll read this was a while ago I'll read it. It, it it's it's a little dated but yeah yeah okay so so i'll 2021 is coming to an end and it was far from being an easy year despite my 47 goals scored across all competitions yeah i did that i scored 47 See, goals across all competitions <laughs> it, it, it's it's He's just like one of us, you know. He had a tough year. I mean, it, you know, so relatable. Seven goals. So all, relatable. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then he yeah. just like he goes in at two different clubs and five different coaches. One Euro final stage played with my national team, and one World Cup qualifi- qualification left pending for 2022. At Juventus, I was proud to win the Italian Cup and the Italian Super Cup and become the Serie A top scorer. Amazing. He's amazing. He's the best player. And become the... Yeah, and for Portugal, becoming the Euro top scorer was also a high point. And of course, my return to Old Trafford will always be one of the most iconic moments in my career. Iconic. But I'm not happy. With what we're achieving at Man United, I am not happy. None of us are happy. I'm sure of that. We know what we we know that we have to work harder, play better, and deliver way more than we are delivering right now. Let's make this New Year's Eve a turning point of the season and embrace 2022 with a higher spirit and a stronger mentality. Let's take us above and beyond. Let's reach for the stars and put this club right where it belongs. Absolutely terrible take from December 31st, 2021. <laughs> All right. Pete, do you have do you have any uh, any any initial thoughts on on this uh, this super humble take from yeah, from the know, Portuguese I... Cal Molson? <laughs> First of all, shout out Cal Molson, one of the greatest yeah. strikers in the Premier League this year. Yeah, poor man's Ivan Tony, one hundred percent. Anyway, uh, you know, I think this the whole Ronaldo's return to Old Trafford was. Kind of a disaster from the beginning. I mean, I didn't think it would ever work. And uh, like you said, five managers in, in how many years? I mean, he's gone through so many different changes. He's had no stability in the last couple of years. And I mean, it, I mean, we all know this guy's larger than, than life. I mean, he's, he is. His ego is. Ronaldo. He is. 
<laughs> yeah, his ego is. I want to draw the line. In the, the guy's game. getting old. I'm sorry. Well, and that's and that's the I thing is, is his play. His play isn't stacking up to his clout right now that he has, and and that's the end. Of the that's that's the line, right? And and uh, I think I think now it, it seems like he's he's causing problems at Man U. I mean, I, I I can't see this any other way if, as him trying to break up the band. You you want to know you want to know the 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 funniest thing about this is that like so uh, people are saying he wants to force his way out to get Champions League football. Okay, sure. Um, sporting the club that he went through the academy with uh, before going to Man United were in the Champions League. He would start. Every game for them, one hundred percent. But his ego is so, his his insecurity is so large that he could not take the pay cut to go there and and reach that record. I, he's the mental gymnastics that he is doing could win a gold in the Olympics. I mean, genuinely, it is it is ridiculous what he's doing. You know, I will say I've always been a fan of Ronaldo back. When he was on Real Madrid, following him through, I knew I, didn't I always, like, I knew I didn't like. Him. <laughs> I, I've always thought of him as as uh, a father you know, figure, a, yeah, a professional <laughs> at heart. He's just the exemplary professional footballer, and starting with him walking off the field before the game ends, and now this these comments. It's it's honestly it's baffling. I don't know what his agenda is. Not I mean, he's clearly unhappy. He's made that known, but he's doing it in the most one of the most unprofessional ways that I could I could think of. It's just I I don't understand it. He refused to I, sub on in the game against Tottenham. Refused. I, I quick quick uh, addendum to a point that you made. This is not the first time that he's walked off early. He walked out early in a friendly with Raya Vaitano in um, preseason of this year. Now, it's a friendly, whatever. But I just want to state that this is not the first time that he decided to, you know, beat the traffic or or get get first to the shitter. I mean, it's it's... What really gets me, man, is he's been asking for, like, an out, out of Man U since the beginning of the season at this point. And now he does this since the beginning of the transfer one. Yeah, since the begin- since the end of last season. And, and, and since it like and, and now he turns around and does this bombshell interview with with Pierce Morgan, and 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 tries to pin the whole thing on Man U, the club. And, and and again, I don't know. I I can't sit here and pretend to know. I know what's going on behind closed doors at the club, but. To then try and turn it around on the club and be like, I feel betrayed. They've been trying to push me out since day one. It's just like, what? Well, you've been you've been trying to get out. <laughs> so I want to add one more thing is that you know they man, you brought in Casemiro. They brought in Veron. He's playing with Bruno Fernandez. I mean, he's got people yes. around him that he's played with before yep. at Real Madrid and have ha, has had success with. It's it just I, I don't I don't get it because he should be happy. The club has brought in his former teammates. 
Yep. Fernandez carries his bags in the national team. Yeah. I mean, like, dude, Fernandez hates him. Fernandez hates him. I saw clips. I'm sure I, he does. I saw two separate clips. One where he goes, like, Ronaldo goes into the locker room and he's just kind of like, you know, hanging out with teammates. He's stabbing people up. He's getting high fives. And he goes over to Bruno and Bruno, like, pats his arm, says something to him, and Ronaldo just looks at him shocked. This is all after the interview, I'll say. And then there's another clip I watched of them in the Portuguese national team, you know, just kind of practicing, warming up, and, and they won't even look at each other. Like, there is zero interaction going. Like, they, they hate each other. I think, I, I, I think he's made it awkward. I mean, it's just it, like he's dropped this at the worst time. I mean, yeah. it, it's, yeah. I don't know. I that we can continue to harp on it. I think I, I think we've made our made our stance now that this was a horrible idea. I think the only thing, the only additional point that I want to make that I haven't heard said uh, previously is that Pep Pep Guardiola was the coach uh, for the peak um, of Barcelona in 20, 2008 to two thousand twelve, and. Um, Ronaldo was obviously the leader of an insane Jose Mourinho Real Madrid at the same time. And those teams were brutal against each other. Pep and Jose hate each other. Pep and Jose hate each other. Um, and those are, those are very contentious teams. And the idea that, that Ronaldo could suck up his pride to ride pine for the former Barcelona manager is genuinely baffling to me. I, I just I I don't see a situation where that arrives. I think Pep could accept Ronaldo into his team in order to play a certain role. Ronaldo could not but it would that. be the same role that he's playing now. I mean, I, quite honestly, Julian Alvarez, the guy that they picked up in January of last year, who is second to Holland right now, that kid's amazing. I mean, the kid is still really good. They picked him up from River Plate. He's really good. Ronaldo would be riding third behind these, and behind he's not going to be happy doing that. No chance. No, find a nineteen-year-old. Yeah, a, a guy who will probably surpass him in every aspect of his career uh, as he goes on. I mean, yeah, that's well, that's I, some I strong ask, words, but I don't know about that. <laughs> I want to ask you a question. Do you think that uh, Ronaldo's World Cup performance? You know, if he goes out there, absolutely bombs. Portugal goes out group stage versus he wins the golden boot. You think that's going to change his situation in Man U? No. Dad, you got, you go. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think the damage is done at Man U. I think he's kind of done. That, that interview was so damning and it's not even like they only released clips of it. I think the actual interview came out like either I was, I mean, I was looking at live updates earlier today so maybe they're releasing the full thing either today or very soon or recently i'm not entirely sure on that two parts two parts yeah so it's i mean just the way he's kind of going about it i don't think there's any future for him at manu anymore i really don't i think he's burned that bridge i think i think he could have the best world cup of a 30 plus year old could ever have and there's no shot he's he's because this is it's not just Manu, it's Juventus. Like when he went to Juventus, he excelled, but the team suffered because of it. Everything suffers to 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 support Ronaldo. He's Whenever not a he team player. Team. It worked. It worked at it worked at Real Madrid because this man was in his peak, and he was absolutely insane. And they had the people who were willing to 
support him in order to drive the vision of this ultimate team. No team that he's going to go to is trying to drive this ultimate team around him anymore. Um, I One, I think that would drive anyone's ego out of this world. I don't blame it for happening to him, but I, I, I think I think he's a he's a hindrance to any locker room. And that's I think why you sign someone of his age, regardless of skill, is to be a good locker room presence. He just doesn't uh, for have young that. players on your team. He can't do it. Yeah. So all right. Um So Ronaldo to PSG next season, right? Yeah, oh one hundred percent. Messi will be an inch of Miami, so I guess I guess it can work out. All right. <laughs> Um, Soak up the sunshine on South Beach. Can yeah. Catch Messi out there, <laughs> dude. Messi, I, Messi, and the MLS would would OP. commit to watch the MLS. Oh, we it would be <laughs> disgusting. Oh my god. Um, okay, so um, I we saw Ted. Ted shared with me a post um, from the Men and Blazers, uh, the OGs of the American. Uh, Football pod or the American scene in 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 podcasts on football, um, and they it was a it was a list of rules that should be implemented. For, I mean, it got me thinking um, when when Ted shared it with me. Um, one, I think it's a great idea, and I think Holland should absolutely have his own rules. Um, and I think we need to implement them uh, as soon as humanly yeah, possible. I just got to say, the one um, where he's supposed to carry Foden around, that got me so yeah. good. <laughs> Explain, what, what, was, what was the rule exactly? Uh, so let me, let, me, let me just, uh, so the rule was, uh, he's got a... Um, if him and Foden Foden are both on this on the field at the same time, he has to carry him in a baby Bjorn. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That is so good. Foden, I think Foden Foden could potentially be light enough for him, or Erling to. I was gonna to say, I don't think that would slow him down very the, much. The dude's a stick. The yeah. dude's a stick. <laughs> uh, but I, it made me think. What other? What other? Rules? Do you think should be implemented for specific players? Do you guys, do you guys have any off the top of your head? I I can think of I can think of probably one. But Harry Kane should have to stay behind the mid midfield line on corner kicks. Because <laughs> <laughs> if Harry, if Harry, go ahead. If no. Harry Kane's pass is not at least forty five degrees forward. <laughs> Uh, it, it doesn't count. It should it be offsides count. immediately. Yeah. yeah, it's reverse offsides. Yeah, yeah. It, no build-up play. He's not allowed to build-up play with, with Tottenham. I like that one. Uh, another one that I had was another one that I had was uh, James Ward Prowse, who who is a renowned uh, free kick taker. I think I think the wall should be able to be at five yards for him instead of 10 yards they should be able and to stack just, on top of each other oh that's a good one <laughs> like, like a cheerleader pyramid <laughs> you should be able to bring in subs for the pyramid yes, the subs yes! Are the game. they run off afterwards when you create a body pyramid like the cheerleaders i love it i would yeah, pay to see that i would pay to see that yeah i think that's genius yeah oh we'll send that one to the uh English FA. What about one for uh, what, ab- what about one for De Bruyne? 
Oh, that's a good one. Oh, no. I would say you can only use his uh, off, off butt, but he can only backheel passes. Ooh, ooh, only header through balls. <laughs> backheel <laughs> passes, passes could be good. That could be good. Yeah. <laughs> No, no actual forward motion from his feet. So if he wants, if he wants to send in Holland, he has to just yeah, come back with his foot. Um, I think the header through balls. I, I, you know, I'm a fair, I'm a fair ruler. I, I'm, a, I'm a fair god. You know, I'll, I'll let, him, I'll let him do the header through ball. But yeah, I think the Bruin is gonna wear a blindfold. I think that, that would be the challenge. That would make Dude, a difference. He, He'd Mr. Miyagi that shit, man. Yeah, honestly, that I don't even think that hindered him. <laughs> Dude, he he's out there. He's out there with um with Ricky Bobby's dad. I am the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he, yeah, you put De Bruyne in there with a cougar. I mean, it's 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 just gonna it's just gonna fuel him. Yeah, we gotta uh, come on, come on. One for Liverpool. We gotta get one for Liverpool. Come on. What do we got? What do we got? Um. Oh man. I mean, I mean. Mo Salah already plays with special rules because he True. can't get a penalty to save his fucking life. So I mean, True. I think it. I think uh, Trent, Trent, and uh, Robertson they can't they can't uh, go back into their own half. They got to stay in the attacking all game. I was gonna say Milner has to carry a walker with him at all times. <laughs> oh, man. No, I think. Uh, I don't. I don't want to hinder my boys too much. Um, <laughs> I. I would honestly, and I. I don't think this would be as a hindrance as much as people would think. If Trent and Robertson could only cross from the byline or cross from the halfway line and couldn't enter the other field, I still think they would get assists out the ass. I would love to see that. You're telling me they're crossing it in from? <laughs> Wait, no, no, from no. halfway. They can't cross halfway. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Have you seen Trent crossballs, man? No, I have. I have. No, no. I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, I, if you tell me honestly, I hope they implement it that. Takes one. the early, the early, the defensive solidity of those two not being able to push. Forward. It takes the early cross in to a whole new level. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no banging and crosses to to someone that, Yeah. Um, I like. I it. think that's a good one. Did you guys? Do you guys have any other other special rules? That's all I got. I think, honestly, I think I think Chelsea yeah. have one in the fact that their forwards can never score for the fucking lives of them. So um, true, true. They already have that self inflicted. <laughs> I think. I think to prevent the hoarding that Chelsea ends up with, Chelsea should if if they have a person who does not make more than two appearances over two years, not including friendlies. They should be left on a free. I don't care how long their contract is, but to prevent the fucking shiny new toy buying that Chelsea always fucking does, they have to get rid of them after two years if there's not two. You think that keeps up now that they got uh, they got a new new owner? Oh, they had Los Angeles Dodgers and Los Angeles Lakers owner Todd Bowley. I yeah, mean, the, the, it's not. It's corporations. Like, yeah, I'm just corporations earlier. I'm. I'm just saying it's not. It's not illicit Russian money anymore. You know, like there's I, not a, a limitless spending budget in the MLB by uh, quite some margin. The guy who brought fucking like forty-five-year-old LeBron and and 
Anthony yeah. Davis to dude, dude. That no, Chelsea's no, a toy sent, to him. Sent, Chelsea, sent, Chelsea's sent. a toy to him, man. Uh, it's his new. Chelsea's it's his new car. <laughs> no, Chelsea lives for the submission of of being under some billionaire like egomaniac. It's, come at me, David. I don't care. Give it ten it's, years, there'll be sanctions true. on Todd Bowley. <laughs> He'll be forced it's, to sell the call, team. I, I was in the Chelsea subreddit the other day, and they were calling him daddy. So, oh uh, my it, god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't actually, but they wanted to. They wanted to. You could tell. You could tell from their virtual mind. Yeah. All right. So All right. we got uh, one more thing to talk about. <laughs> yeah, Ted, you threw this into the agenda, and I hadn't heard about this until today. Yeah, uh, this was this was a this was a, this is a late edition. Um, so so apparently Ivan Tony has been has been. Uh, I don't want to. You know, I don't know what he's betting on or what games he's been betting on, but. Has definitely been uh, for sure. <laughs> definitely been busy in the uh, uh, the the gambling scene, and he currently, I, I think the the article I read was that he has uh, two hundred thirty two, and it, it, I believe he has violated the rules that I want to say. I guess it's FIFA FIFA rules um, that they lay out in terms of you know English but, FA. No, it's English FA. It's English FA. Okay, my apologies. But no, that he has violated Just the rules right around around gambling that they have laid out two hundred and thirty two times, and 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 uh, and apparently it's kind of catching up to him currently. Um, and that's over that's over that's over four years, I will say. But but still, two hundred thirty two times, and now it's finally catching up to him. He's facing a potential lifetime ban. That is worst case. I want to emphasize that is absolutely worst case. But like, that's kind of nuts. He's a big name. Yeah. To add some add some context to this, we we saw previously that there was um, two players for Boston United. Boston United are a, a football league EFL side. I don't know where they are. I think League One or League Two. But um, they, between the two players, there were seven hundred and fifty-seven counts, and each person got um, five-year suspension or five-month suspension. Five months. Not years, five months suspension. So if you split 75 or 70, 750 and half, 375 each, it's about 100 less than, than or 100 more than, than what Ivan Tony has. Um, so, like, that's, that's kind of serious. And, and my thought immediately upon reading this was this is why Callum Wilson got in the English national team <laughs> instead yeah. of Ivan Tony. It's a valid response. <laughs> they said, we don't want to deal with this. This is, this is kind of messy. We Let's know just... he's, we, yeah, we know he's objectively better than Callum Wilson in every <laughs> way, shape and form, but, um, we just can't can't deal with it. <laughs> Callum Wilson brings the intangibles for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that locker room presence that you really look for. <laughs> oh, he comes from a winning culture. Oh, England. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh my god. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I will say, I mean, two hundred thirty two counts is a is a lot of times to be breaking the rules. Um you know, I know I know this isn't a baseball podcast, but it does come on the heels of Yasiel Puig talking about the Dodgers getting indicted yes. by lying to pleading guilty to lying to the FBI about gambling charges as well. And he's facing 
I mean, I think with the since he's pleaded guilty, I mean, he's banned from his career's over. I mean, if we're bringing um, other sports into this, I mean, Calvin Ridley is uh, on the Falcons for the for the NFL is 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 the exact in the exact same boat or what? Year he got banned for a year. Just yeah. a year. Yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't beat his wife, so yeah. yeah. Also, yeah, that too. He didn't. Do yeah, that. or 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 or, or uh, molest twenty four um, masseuses. Yeah, then <laughs> then he would have. I guess he would have gotten less in that case. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. If we're if we're going if we're going cross sports here, yeah, no, it's just not a good thing to be doing. And two hundred thirty two times to be doing that is is absurd. <laughs> absurd. That's how many how many weeks. All right, so there's 38 match weeks in a season. All right, 38 match weeks in a season times four. That's 152, okay? So 80 times more than one time every match week for the past four years. So, I mean, that's a lot. Like, that is that is very consistent, like, I don't know. They should ban him unless he comes to Liverpool in which, you know, clear him of all charges. I'll also throw in there, there also, there isn't, the article goes on to say there is no suggestion he bet against his own team, but like, how can you, I mean, how can you take that at face value? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I will will say in the article, I I cut out there for a little bit, so I don't know if Harry covered this, but in in the article you shared, it said uh, Joey Barton, uh, admitted to placing 1,260 bets, including at least five he played in. He was only banned for 13 months. A calendar year, essentially. That kind of I, that blows they, my mind. So who, who the hell knows what's going to happen with him? But he's missing the World Cup, I think, because of it. I think, I think that's uh, it's a shame, honestly. I mean, you can't they do it, do- though. They do not issue aggressive bans. It seems like for this for for betting, right? I it's kind of contrary. So so American sports for all of the problems that it has uh, takes this stuff very seriously. And I would say there's also a, a lack of sports betting, specifically sponsoring teams and sponsoring the general facilities in America. It is rampant in in uh, England, and there's also just that generally, I would say, a more lax betting culture there than there is over here. I'm happy to be told wrong on that by anyone listening who knows better than I do. But um, I, think, I think that might be... Um, that that might be why it's a bit lax to to have something like this. I don't know. I two hundred thirty two. He might get suspended for the rest of the season, and if he does, that is a major hit for Brentford if it happens. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look at that last game, just you know, as an example. But um, yeah, no, it, it kind of. I read that today, and I was like, that is. That is a lot of counts. <laughs> that is a lot of counts. Keep it in your pants, brother. I mean, I come mean, on. Seriously, I wonder. Like, honestly, I wonder how much money he's made on those two hundred thirty-two bets that he's not allowed to make. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. That's a great question. 
I would love to know that number. If uh, he's lost money, no harm, no yeah, foul. Yeah, seriously. Right? Like, I'm willing to forget about it if he's if he's in the red on that. But if he's in the major green, uh, maybe we start asking some questions. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree yeah. completely. So. <laughs> uh, well, all right. Um, before before we head off, uh, I do have we have one more talking point, but I do have a I do have a quiz uh, for the both of you, oh. and so I'm going to uh, it's a it's a it's a historical Premier League quiz. Uh, I, I simply want to know um, who are the top who are the first five teams to win the Premier League, oh, not counting repetitive. Me? Not counting repetitive. So, wow. Okay. The first five? Yeah, so I'm think think about this. it for think about it for fifteen seconds. You don't get long at all. Um and we'll run through uh your options here. So as we do that, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh if you want to check us out uh, on other platforms, um we're on Twitter at Bootenhearth. Um we are we have an email, uh, bootenhearth uh, at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Discord. The link can be found below. Feel free to hop on there and talk to, to me and Ted. Try not to talk to Pete. He kind of he kind of scares at new people. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's a bit frightened by them. But, um, uh, yeah, and, and feel free to reach out to us on those platforms. We'd love to hear from you and, and love to get a, any engagement. Um, and if you like the pod, share it with your friends. Uh, best way to these podcasts out is by by word of mouth so i really appreciate you listening up to this point okay i've done enough stalling for you two um we will ted looks very pensive very pensive. i got four right Uh, now i got four you have four all right well we're gonna start with you and you can figure out your fifth on the way so yeah you don't have to do them in order just give me the five names i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say you're pandering to the to 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 the pod participants at the moment so i'm gonna say liverpool newcastle and spurs right off the bat no well i'm just saying hey hey man i got no idea these are shots in the dark okay (laughs) premier league since 1992 so that's when it was founded 1992 the premier league started that's what I'm talking about. Dude, it's not going to make a difference. I'm sticking with my guesses. <laughs> Your guesses are that. I really appreciate those, those guesses. Yeah, man, you go for I, it. I'll take it, but they are they are they are not right. And you know what? Means. Just because, just because, you know, why not? Why not? We're gonna throw. Who is this fifth team? If you I, said you said Spurs, Tottenham, and Liverpool. I said well, I said I said Spurs, Newcastle, and Liverpool. Spurs, Newcastle, and Liverpool. Who is the fourth team? I'm gonna say. What are you thinking? I mean, I mean, you can talk through who you're thinking. I'm thinking old clubs. I'm thinking clubs with history right now. Yeah. Okay. And that's why I'm not going to say. That's why I'm not saying Man City. I'm not saying Man semi, City. Semi recent dominance. I mean, that can also be ninety two. Ninety two. So wait, wait, wait. Re- repeat the question. Who are the the first five Premier League teams that won since ninety two? Not not repeating. So it doesn't mean ninety two to ninety seven. Who were the winners? It means. From 92 on, 
who were the first, the first five, five. winners. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, <sighs> Ted, I feel like I should give you these questions beforehand, and I still don't think you get them. It's fine, so. man. No, I I know that. I know that. I'm still like that's why I'm saying I'm sticking with my first four. I'm sticking gonna, with my first form. Education. I'm sticking with my first. Dude, I've been trying to educate myself. What's your the- fourth? We never got your fourth. Oh, your fourth. All right. Newcastle. Don't rage quit. <laughs> Newcastle, Liverpool, Spurs. We're going. God damn it. I'm going to say Arsenal. You were talking about, oh, I've got four. You Shut up. I'm going to Arsenal. <laughs> Calm down. Um, And I guess, you know, whatever. I'll throw. um. I mean, Leicester won one at some point. I know that. <laughs> not to right. Throw Leicester in there. Why not? That is not a bad shout. Leicester not a bad is shout. Leicester is six. Actually, mm-hmm. bummer. Leicester is six. All right, Pete. What do you got? All right. So I got Man U, Arsenal. Okay. Chelsea. Okay. Man City. Okay. And I'm missing the fifth here, and I want to say. Oh, man. I want to say, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say, like, Blackpool. Ooh. I, okay. So, Pete is, like, 4.5 out of 5. Blackburn. Blackburn. Bam! He got it. Oh, my God. All right. So, Manchester United won first in 92 to 93. Blackburn won 94 to 95. That is their only time winning. Um, with Kenny Dalglish as the manager. Go Liverpool. Sir Kenny. Love it. Man, uh, Man U is my fourth, by the way. I just forgot. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Arsenal won 97 to 98. So that's three. Chelsea won in 2004-2005. That's four. And Man City won in 2011-2012. That's five. So I was thinking in, too far in back. That time, in that time, Manchester United won, I don't know, 12 of them? 12 of them. Yeah. So that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I'm so happy they're dog fit now, quite honestly. Yeah, Maybe this, this circus we've been witnessing has been very entertaining. I didn't. I didn't hear though. Was liver Was Liverpool ever on that list? Uh, Liverpool were on that list at uh, 2019, 2020. Was Gosh, Newcastle ever on that list? Oh, let's. You uh, know, we finished. We finished uh, second. Let's. Uh, let's. Yeah. No. I mean, give me. Give me whatever you want. I'm just going to keep going farther and farther <laughs> down the list. Hold on. You gotta um, go pretty. You gotta go pretty far back. I see <laughs> wolves in there. Oh, oh my god! Switch down. <laughs> Oh shit! I see Derby County in there. Chugs beer. <laughs> oh my god! Sheffield Wednesday. There was a team called the Wednesday that won before. Yo, I I'm a huge that. fan. I'm a big Wednesday guy. <laughs> oh my god! Blackburn again. Sunderland. Jeez. Oh, and there's Newcastle. Okay, yeah, Newcastle in 1908, 1909. Yikes. <laughs> Yeah, so when you want to talk shit about our titles, <laughs> come prepared, brother. I'm not I'm not compensating at all. 
Um, we Pete's are just not look, Pete's looking at 2023. He's not looking at the past, you know. Oh, that's fair. Uh, our best days are ahead of us, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> sure. Um, okay. Um, that's the quiz. Um, we don't have any pickums for this week because of uh, the Qatar Fire Festival. Can, can I suggest something real quick? What if we yeah. save our takes on the U.S. men's national team till the World Cup special? How about we? How about we hold off? Yeah, 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 I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Pete, Pete has. Uh, I'll leave a teaser here. Pete has uh, a, a very um, uh, aggressive take on uh, on a certain U.S. men's national team. Uh, I think player. it's very controversial. I think it's aggressive, but not very controversial. Well, good tease, good <laughs> well, tease. <laughs> well, uh, we'll we'll determine uh, we'll determine that uh, in the World Cup special. Check out our our Patreon for the spicy take. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything else. Uh, do you guys have anything else? No, nah, this was fun. This is a good pod. I'm, I'm happy for everybody who's listening. Hope it was entertaining. And uh, Pete, thanks for joining us. Yeah, of course. Yeah, always, of course. always enjoy coming on. Thank you guys for having me. Even though I know my uh, picks last time were were <laughs> dog shit, so I'm glad that I have an excuse not to uh, not to put any out there. Oh, don't worry. For the World Cup special, we will be picking who's coming oh, yeah. out of these groups. Yes, 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 yes. And so, so, so you will have plenty of time to make. <laughs> Don't worry. To, to, to redeem or reinforce the uh, the idea that you are <laughs> bad at or good at picks. One of the two. We'll see. But anyway. Yeah, maybe you, maybe you make a redemption. Exactly. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. And, uh, yeah, catch us on the next one. Peace. Yeah, of course. Bye, bro.